With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Hey Coach. Here with you, here with me is my husband, Benny, and we are excited this week to have with us a phenomenal man, um, Coach Drew Bailey. Um, we, I call Drew friend. He's more than just coach to me. He, he's a wonderful man um, who has a heart for the people. Uh, Drew is a native of Christiansburg. He has played collegiately at NCAA Division II at Concord. Um, he has he was selected in the 35th round of Major League Baseball, drafted by the Oakland A's. Um, he had a great pro season in 2011 uh, with Single A Vermont Lake Monsters. He now serves as head coach for women's softball at Bluefield College and has done some other phenomenal things. He is um, founder and and owner of Drew Bailey Baseball and Softball here in Bluefield, West Virginia, where he is pouring back into the lives of young people who want to learn this sport and um, utilize it well. So I want to share with you our scripture for today before we get started. That comes out of Proverbs chapter 20. It starts with verse 7. The just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. A king that sitteth in the throne of judgment scattereth away all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. I'm going to skip down to verse 11. Even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure and whether it be right. And I just want to commend you, Coach Bailey, um, that who you are is evident in the work that you do. Um, I, I believe with everything that's in me, and, and babe, you can echo this as well, but I believe that you are in your God's place serving as coach and mentor to these young people, Drew, and we just appreciate you being with us this morning. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Ms. Val and Benny. I uh, thank you all greatly for allowing me to be here and for be on the phone with you guys and um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think it's, it's my calling. I think I followed it for a while, and um, I just, you know, I want to give back. I want to help people, and uh, I, I just want to help people grow uh, personally, athletically, you know, whatever field it may be. And I, I just want to be able to give back. Amen, amen, Coach. Uh, when I looked at the word this morning, um, you know, and I saw that, I said, "The just man walketh." in his integrity, his children are blessed after that. And I just, you know, uh, when I first met you, uh, every time I saw you, you know, I was either at the mall, you know, and uh, seeing your kids with you. And that is, uh, that is amazing. So I, I think that scripture really fits, uh, fits you character. this morning, your character this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, so coach, you know, I, I, go ahead, sorry, Go ahead, sir. Well, I think, you know, that what you just said is 
I mean, it's so key, and I think a lot of it is, you know, if if we're raised in the church and we're raised on the word, and are we raised in a in a culture uh, of you know having those loving parents and learning by example? Because you know, not everyone's fortunate enough to learn by example. Some have to learn on their own. But you know, I was fortunate. I have great parents who um, you know who showed me that they always put me first. But, you know, my dad would always put my mom and, and my brother and I first, regardless of whatever was going on in life, whatever, you know, adversity we were facing. And um, I just think that that's a learned trait. And, you know, I'm just trying to do that for my kids and uh, trying to show them, you know, the importance of, of their faith and try to keep them in the church. And, you know, just I think it's huge. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Coach, our endeavor here on this radio show is to – eight other coaches and athletes and understanding the importance of good character and integrity in your sport. Having played um, professional baseball, um, having coached at college level, there's a wealth of knowledge within you. That's evident. Um, but what is what are some of the key factors? You, you just spoke about um, having a relationship with your family, having a relationship with God. But as coaches and players, what are some of the other fundamental things you feel are needed in order for them to operate with integrity in their sport and, and maintain a level of character that will speak their truth? Well, you know, I guess the first thing that I really – and I guess they tie, two things that tie in together that I, I try and preach a lot, and um, and that's number one, it's – accountability and number two is the ability to self-evaluate so really probably the ability to self-evaluate comes first because in order to be accountable in order to admit that you're in the wrong that you know you overslept or you you missed a play or whatever happened you've got to be able to self-evaluate yourself so I talk to my girls a lot about that you know we can't move forward we can't progress we can't grow until you can you can evaluate yourself and see that you're in the wrong and, and take ownership in your mistakes um, and I think that's the hardest thing to do in life is to admit that you're wrong, to admit that you made a mistake. But you, you truly can't grow from that um, until you can be honest with yourself and evaluate yourself in that light. Yeah, that, that, that's a good word because that translates beyond just the sport realm. That's life, you know, um, accountability and being able to confess your faults. Um, a lot of individuals have struggles with their journey uh, because of expectations of other people. And I know that you had posted something or you had, had done a, a video about, you know, parents wanting their children to succeed and parents wanting to vicariously live through their children. As a coach, what has that done? What do you feel that's done to those children who may not have a love for the sport the way that their parents do, but because the parent didn't get that opportunity, they want to now um, make sure that their child pursues it. Can you speak to that? Because I, I don't know, it's something about sports parents that that's pretty major, um, and it can I can I've seen it be detrimental that the parents are harder on the kids than the coaches. What's your experience, and what's some advice you can give to players? who may be in that place where they don't really have the drive and the motive and the love for the sport anymore, but they're being driven by outside influences. Well, I mean, first of all, I think, you know, obviously your mom and dad are very important people in your life and, um, you know, they've got a huge influence on you and and what you do and and how you go about yourself. And, 
you know, I, I see it at the college level. I see it all the time. I, I see, I've seen girls and guys. I've done this for six years. I've seen girls and guys that might just be talented at the sport and um, they're good at it, and they, you know, it might help pay for their college education. But it's not really something they truly love. But mom and dad want them to do it, and they feel they feel cornered to do that. And I think that it's not a recipe for success. It it ends up being something that the, the kids they they end up resenting their their family possibly they end up having um you know that they don't have positive thoughts or positive anything motivation towards the sport that they're playing because it's evident when mom and dad want it more than the kid and and personally my advice would be to get out of the sport you know if you're doing something that doesn't make you happy and you're doing something that you don't love you know life is too short um your parents should be understanding with that but at the same time you know, I want my kids to do something. My kids, you know, they're not going to sit around at the house, but I want them to love what they're doing. And they're young right now, but if you're at the college level and you're doing something because mom and dad wants you to do it, you need to have that, you know, and it's tough. It's tough at 17, 18, 19 years old. It's tough to have those one-on-one conversations with adults. It's tough to look people in the eye when you speak to them, but, you know, those conversations need to be had and um, they, they need to do what makes them happy because that's going to affect your overall happiness. That's going to affect your overall relationship with your parents. But um, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. I do lessons. You know, I coach at the college level, and um, I, I see kids that are forced to be there, and it's not enjoyable for me. It's not enjoyable for the kids. Uh, and then the, the parents don't see the results that they want because the kids don't want the results. Um, you know, my dad and mom were always huge supporters of me, Um I was going to go 100% at everything. I was going to engage myself in everything that I did. If I was going to do it, I was going to do it the right way. But they weren't going to force me to to do anything. They weren't going to, you know, they didn't want me to quit anything. But, you know, they wanted me to see things through. But um, I just think being forced is, uh, you know, it's, it's like dating a girl that, you know, doesn't want to date you or being in a marriage with somebody that doesn't want to be married to you. It's, it's never going to end well. So, um, but on the flip side of that, Ms. Val and Benny, I think, you know, we've got a lot of parents the kids haven't changed. The parents or the way we parent has changed. Um, and, and I have a five-year-old and a four-year-old and it's hard for me personally, you know, it's hard to hold your kids accountable, but we have to do it. We have to set, if we don't, we don't set them up for, for success and not just in athletics, but in, in life in general. But, you know, um, I have a rule with me. I, I will not talk playing time with parents. Um, your, you know, your daughters at practice, they know what's going on. They know if they're getting beat out. They know if they're the better player. Now, what they're relaying to the house might be different, but, you know, to tie in with what you're saying about pushing kids, where parents are fighting too many battles for their children, and it goes back to what I was talking about. They can't learn to be accountable. They can't learn to fight battles. They can't – you've got to fail. You've got to get knocked down on your butt, and you've got to know what it's like to hit bottom and get back up and fight for yourself. There's nothing wrong with supportive parents, but – if you're never, if you're always sheltered and someone's always sheltering you from adversity and from uh, confrontation, it's not good for your health. It's not good for your personal growth. Um, it, it just doesn't help. So I think, you know, when you said, what's my advice for kids that might be pushed or what's, you know, I just think as a coach, as a parent, you have to give a good balance. It can't always be negative to your child. You know, it's it's got to be, you've got to balance. Butch Thompson's the head baseball coach at Auburn University and he told me, you know, you've got to build kids up before you can totally break them down. Um, you know, if, if you're always just hearing negative, 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 well, you know, kids are going to convince themselves that they're not, their their value's not there, their worth's not there, and they're going to convince themselves that they're not good, and now the confidence levels hurt. So 
I think we've got to be a balance. Now, each kid is different. We've got to be a chameleon to each kid. But, um, you know, hearing good things every now and then definitely, definitely helps for a young man or young woman's confidence. That's good stuff, Coach. Thank you so much. Now, again, because of where what you've been called to, you now manage Drew Bailey Baseball and Softball LLC training here in Bluefield. Um, what was your vision for that? Um, what's your mission for that? Um, and, and share a little bit with our listening audience about that endeavor. Um, you know, I, I, like I said before, you have to fail. So when I was 24, coming out of the minor leagues, uh, I started a facility in Pulaski. I didn't know what I was doing. I probably still don't, but I think I got a better idea. But, um, you know, I, I took a big business loan out. I got, I had a ton of overhead with my facility. I wanted to get the nicest turf and the biggest cages. And, uh, and, and essentially, I didn't have my college degree yet. I was a junior when I got drafted and I left school. And uh, I just didn't know where God wanted me to be. And I, I don't think I was trusting it at the time. And, and I failed. I failed with my first business venture. And uh, my second time around, I've, I've been a lot more patient. I was looking for a building for about a year. And um, I, I wanted it to make sense. Um, and, and, and my goals, you know, obviously affordability is huge. And I think I'm in a lot better spot with uh, my business model, but my goal is to give back. I've got a couple goals right now that I'm working on. Um, but, you know, my number one goal is to give back to the community, keep my prices affordable, because um, I understand the economic area that we live in. Um, and not to say that there's not people that don't do well for themselves. There are, but we know as a as a whole, our, our area has struggled. Um, so, you know, I want to give back and keep things affordable. I want to give kids opportunities that I didn't have, you know, didn't really have anybody in Christiansburg, Blacksburg when I grew up to, to get one-on-one lessons and get that type of um, interaction with maybe somebody who played at the college level, played professionally. Miss um, Val, my second goal, um, and I think these tying together, I, I want to help diversify baseball and softball. I want to help diversify our sport. Um, you know, if you look at it right now, uh, the minority levels in baseball and softball are not where they are in basketball and football. So um, some of the best athletes in the world, uh, you know, NFL, baseball, NBA are, are, are very diverse rosters, and we're not seeing that at the amateur level. So, you know, one of my goals is I want to diversify our sport more. Um, just not just baseball, but not just softball, both of them. And, you know, here in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to run a free clinic for kids 12 and under. Um, I'm starting a bat drive. I'm collecting used equipment, bats, cleats. Um, I, I want to get kids interested in the game. Um, and if I've got a, a young man or young woman that just mom and dad don't have much, but they just love the game and they want me to help them, I'll, I'll, I'll make it work. You know, I'll make it work. I, I want to help people. I, I love being able to help people that can't help themselves as much. And um, so, you know, that, that's my goal is to give back to the community, help diversify our two sports um, at the amateur levels, and help get kids interested in baseball and softball and help be able to give back. And I've been very fortunate with um, my experiences in the game and, you know, the relationships that I've built. I wouldn't trade for my – if I could go back and play another two years but I lost the relationships I've built, I wouldn't do it because I've made such good lifelong friends and, and mentors and just, you know, brothers and sisters in this game that um, that I wouldn't trade it for anything. Life's about relationships, and that's one thing I'm finding. So hopefully I can just continue to establish more of those in the community. 
and this community, I'll speak, is is grateful for everything that you do um, and for your heart to give back. If you had to give um, a, a word to coaches who um, may be struggling, you know, they, they, they love the sport, they love coaching, um, but they're having an off-season or have had several off-seasons, um, what would you do to encourage more coaches? And so that player who loves the game but is not skilled, um, if you could just give sort of a closing empowerment word to both coaches and athletes, what would it be? You know, I think from a coaching standpoint, um, you've got to have processes. Uh, you've got to have processes. And one thing that I'm learning, and I've been through a lot in you know, my short 30 years on life, but from a coaching standpoint, um, your home life has to be has to be in good shape. You know, your relationship with God, your relationship with your significant other, your children. You know, because I, I just I've been doing this. I've been coaching high school and college level for eight years, and, and I just don't think I don't think things can go as you want on the court on the field if you don't have your home life in order first. Um, now, if that's in order, your relationship with God, great, moving forward from there. I think you just have to have a consistent message. You have to have a consistent process. Um, you have to hold your athletes accountable. And if you do those things, they're going to grow as people. They're going to grow as players because, you know, as we grow as people, we mature more, we listen better, we learn better. So I think having a process, having a plan, whether it's your practice plan every day, whether it's the way you approach your players, um, and number one, first and foremost, as a coach, your kids have to know that you care about. You you can know everything X's and O's, but if, if your if your players don't believe that you truly care, uh, I just you know, I I don't I don't believe you'll ever you'll ever move forward because you know basketball, baseball, softball, football, these will all end at some point for these student athletes, for these females and males. So having those relationships is huge. Teaching them the, the game of life is huge. And, and in that, they mature, they grow in their sport, um, they grow as a person, time management, accountability, everything gets better. So having a process and, and um, showing showing your student athletes that you care. Um, now, from, from a player standpoint, um, I had the worst year of my college career in 2008, 2008-2009, excuse me the spring of 2009, I just, I had a really tough year off the field, on the field. I was battling some injuries. I made a couple decisions, nothing crazy, just not doing the right things, you know, late for class, whatever it may be. I just, my head wasn't there. Um, And and my dad talked to me that summer after a really, I played a really good team in in the college summer league. They were ranked number one in the country in college with that. And I had a rough outing and my dad told me, he's like, son, you know, you can either give up or you can put your head down and work as hard as you possibly can and keep moving forward. Um, and, and you might not see what's, what the results are going to be, but you'll never know if you don't put the work in. And that kind of stuck with me. I had a much better year my junior year. Um, I ended up getting drafted that year. But I grew as a person that year. My, my college coach really helped me grow, my teammates, my assistant coaches. and um, But with all that being said, if you, I just think you have to take – action upon yourself, um, especially if you're a young student athlete. You can't rely on the two hours of practice you day or a day, excuse me, that you get from your coach to develop. If you're not in the gym, if you're not in the cage, if you're not in the weight room, if you're not in, in the A center at our school, if you're not getting the extra book time in, if you're not taking it upon yourself to grow yourself as an athlete and as a person outside of the hours that your coach demands, you know, just doing the bare minimum is not going to cut it. So I think it's just a very competitive world we live in. 
both as a student athlete, as an um, entrepreneur, as a professional, um, and, and you've got to be willing to be a student of the game yourself. Watch film. Like I said, get in the cage. You know, spend extra time with your coaches. Just be that student of the game and, and be willing to put in that extra work because, you know, again, uh, we, we're very bad right now in society and sports about putting blame on people for why my development fell short or why my game's not where it needs to be or why I'm not making the money that I need to make. So um, we can there's a, we can control the controllables. So I think that's huge. And just, you know, moving forward, you, you've got to outwork everybody. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Coach, as you mentioned, you're going to be offering a free camp here in Bluefield um, uh, soon. Um, what are some of the other things that you're doing at Drew Bailey Baseball and Softball LLC training um, that can help our young people? Um, so, uh, like I said, I, I try and I try and really keep their prices affordable. Um, some of the the names that I bring in are coming up are really big names. I've got a pitching camp. Well, let me go in order. Sorry, I've got a hitting camp uh, January 22nd with a, a local young man named Chase Illick. He's from Tazewell. He played at West Virginia University. He's now with the New York Yankees. Um, you know, so I'll never charge more than $100 for a camp at my facility. So it's $90 – or, sorry, excuse me, $70 for uh, ages 13 to 18, $60 ages 6 to 12, and, and that camp will be on December 22nd. Um, and and that, that, that camp's special to me because we live in a rural area, and here's a young man who has made it to the professional ranks. And if I'm a young female or young male, okay, well, he's made it this far, why can't I? You know, why can't I? If, if he's right here where I'm from, where I grow up, why can't I make it? So I think that's a good inspiration to our young male and female athletes. I have a uh, pitching camp. Another guy um, who's been a huge impact on my life, his name is Martin Dewey. Uh, he's been a good mentor to me. He lives in Abington. His son actually played baseball at Bluefield College. He's in the Marines now, so you know we're thankful for his service. But uh, he's coming January 25th. Mark's been a pitching coach and a baseball coach in the professional ranks for years. He played in the major leagues for the Pirates, the Giants. Um, you know, so he's he's phenomenal. January 25th, we'll be running that camp. Um, and all of these will be on my Facebook. But then the last camp I'm really excited about, too, is uh, and I love I love the catching position. We've got a lady named Kirsten Cox, who's one of the best catching coaches in the country. She's coming in February 2nd with Chase Illick from the Yankees. And then Ethan Goforth, who was drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates, his dad, Mike Goforth, is actually from Bluefield. So I love finding some type of ties in here. Um, that camp will be on February 2nd on that Saturday, ages 8 to 13, 14 to 18. We'll run in two different slots like all of our camps. Um, you know, so I, I'm really excited about, about bringing – I wish I could do it for free, but, you know, some of these people have to travel to get here. And, you know, obviously there's overheads, but – and I'm running a business. But I try and keep my prices down, and I'm trying to give our area – that's three really big camps within a month period you know, month and a half uh-huh. period. Um, and, and I'm trying to, you know, like I said, I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to give kids an opportunity. And, and if there's a young man out there or a young lady out there listening, they, they really just truly want to be there. And if there's just no financial means. We'll find a sponsor. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll make it work. So don't be discouraged. Um, and that's one of my goals right now moving forward to, like I said, I want to help families that can't afford rec league fees that have two kids that, you know, clubs, bats, cleats, I want to help those families moving forward. So hopefully, you know, you come out, hopefully you check out what I'm trying to do at, at my business. Awesome. Awesome. Coach, we thank you so much for your time. Thank you for what you've shared. 
Thank you for your insight, your experience, um, and thank you for your heart for the game, for um, softball and for baseball. And for us here at the Empowerment Place, and hey, Coach, whatever we can do to aid, we will. If you want to um, send your flyers, we'll post it on our shows from now until the coaches, that the um, camps actually happen. So when people look at our radio show, those ads will pop up to give you that exposure with our listening audience as well. Um, but we appreciate you. We thank you so much for who you are as Coach Drew Bailey, but who you are also as friend. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Ms. Val. I, I appreciate everything you all do as well, you and Benny and, and your ministry and the impact that you have on the listeners, on people's lives that you touch and that you mentor and you, you give tutelage to. So thank you. Um, you know, thank you all so much, and, and definitely God bless you all. Amen, amen. Listen, we ask that you would join us again next Monday at 8 a.m. where we're going to have with us as our guest, Coach T., um, that's what we call her at Bluefield College. She is the assistant coach for women's basketball, Coach Tierra Huntsman. Um, she is a phenomenal woman um, and, and loves the sport. So she's going to talk to us a little bit about women in coaching um, because it's changing lines. It used to be that women just coach women, but now women are coaching men like men are coaching women. So she's going to come and share from us the perspective of the woman coach. So we invite you to join us next week for Hey Coach. Until then, be the coach, be the athlete with integrity. Be one with character. Be one on the court and off the court the same. And that can happen when you put God first. So we say God bless you to each of you. Have a phenomenal week. Thank you again, Coach. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.